This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 166, Be a Boundaries Boss. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of the show. As I'm recording this, it's a very chill Friday night at my home, and some may think, hmm, why would you want to record a podcast on a Friday night, and why not? I feel so grateful and privileged to be able to do this on a Friday night. I've been birthing this episode for a while now, and I was taking my last final notes on the couch just a bit ago, and I said to my husband, I think I'm ready. I want to go record this episode. And uh, here I am. So thank you for showing up for this with me. It's always a privilege to have you here. Today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, boundaries. To me, boundaries are one of the keys to life. And in case you're curious, I really thought (laughs) about what all the keys of life are. You know, I think one is managing your thoughts. One is knowing when you're triggered and what to do with it, like how to regulate your nervous system and how to feel your feelings fully, how to know yourself deeply, including feelings in your body and just, you know, surface level things about yourself. Like I value this. These are my strengths. These are the things I value most in the world, right? Also how to increase your pleasure edges, which if you're a client of mine, this is like your upper limit and we use some different tools to get you past that. And then as I said, Another one is boundaries. So it's a pretty big deal. It's one of the top things that I wish everybody knew how to do. I feel like this should be a semester class in school at some point because it's so important and it can be life changing. So I'm thrilled to be able to share this topic with you today. As you can imagine, it's a topic I cover often with clients. And I can't wait to open the doors today 
and teach you in depth all about this so you can start to implement stronger boundaries in your life. As you can see from some recent episodes, I title a lot of these with a boss in it. I'm in a very boss energy lately. I've been in a mastermind called Seven Figure Seductress with Julia Wells. Julia has been on the podcast a couple times. Her and I have been coach buddies for many, many years now. And I've been watching her from afar for a few years now. And a few months ago, I DM'd her on Instagram and I said, hey, I feel like you are my person to take me to the next level. What do you think? And she had me join this mastermind that I must admit at first, in the first few months, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like maybe it was a mistake I was on it. And then I had kind of a come to Jesus moment with actually somebody telling me as I was venting about not feeling like I belonged in this mastermind um, who agreed and was like, yeah, you're not ready for it. And that lit a fire under my ass so fast. And I had a huge awakening from it of realizing how I other myself and how I feel like I don't belong often. And even Julia called me out on it too at many times she's like you keep thinking like you're this baby coach in the group and you're not and it's just been so eye-opening to me to own my power in all new ways you know it's so interesting being in that mastermind because that's the first time I've been in a mastermind and there's only I think seven or eight of us and so every week we have a hot seat so I've gotten to know the other women pretty well and we all coach on different things And whatever our specialty is, that's what we tend to get coaching on the most. And so it's just so interesting, right, that we tend to be the student of our life's work the most. And so I say that because, again, I've just had a lot of growth in owning my power in a whole new way, which is, again, this boss energy of really embodying this of like, wow, yeah, I am this business owner And this is what this means. And I'm a fantastic coach and um, just really owning that, which has been amazing. So amazing. But in that growth too, like with any growth, it's uncomfortable at times. And you see what needs to be cleaned up for you to get to that next level. And although I teach boundaries, I feel like I've had pretty good boundaries. There have been boundaries that I've needed to clean up, especially in my business because I'm just going to be really vulnerable with you and that I have not been clear in some of the boundaries I have set in my life, especially in my business. There was a while I didn't have client contracts because a part of me was just like, eh, well, I've never had a problem before. At the time I was like five or six years in the business. So I was like, eh, no big deal. And this past year it became a big deal because I had my very first client who was unhappy to a point where she wanted a refund at the very end of coaching after nine months of one-on-one coaching and spending over 20 hours together of saying like, "Eh, never mind, I think I want a refund. I told her no because I felt like we got great results. She was happy the whole time, felt like it was a bait and switch. And um, she has been legally taking action against me. At the time this episode goes live, we will have just hopefully wrapped up the case. Um, But as I record this today, which is about a month before the episode goes live, you know, the case is not wrapped yet. I've learned so much from this experience. So to me, whatever happens with the case, if I quote unquote win or quote unquote lose, I am going to walk away a winner because I've grown so much from this experience 
and learned so many lessons. One of the biggest set really clear boundaries, Lindsay, like having a contract. Um, And I've had to comb through just emails with her and um, different transcripts from my trainings of like, how did I not communicate clearly, you know, something to her for her to misconstrue this. And in that I've seen my strengths, which has been beautiful to be like, yeah, look at me owning my power in this more than I ever realized. And ooh, here are some things that I really need to clean up in this. And in this experience too, the past few weeks, I had somebody in my business and it was a new role in my business. And I did not set a clear container for her of what that role was. And I show myself grace in that because it was a new role. But now moving forward, I will never, ever have a position where I don't sit down and get extreme clarity before someone starts. And this isn't just for the position, it's for anything in my business. Because even if I look at my Living the Dream Mastermind, which is my mastermind for established clients. So anyone who basically coaches through what's now called the Awakened Woman process, formerly known as Become an Unstoppable Woman, and then it was authentically awesome. Once they go through that process, either one-on-one in group or self-study, they're invited to that mastermind. And in 2020 was the first year I had it. So it's like 2020 to 2021. We kind of go like school year wise. I had some issues in that mastermind of people leaving. And it was really because I was calling them to step up in that mastermind. And they didn't feel like they could. And that was again, me not clearly setting that container. Whereas this year in the mastermind, it's been very smooth sailing. I was super duper clear when everybody signed up, like, here's what's involved in this. Here's what's expected of you. And it's been beautiful. And I've actually been taking a course from one of my mastermind sisters. So this is a woman who's been in my mastermind. Her name is Dr. Lee Cordell. And her course has been the Trauma-Informed Entrepreneur. We'll link to it in the show notes. It's only a $97 course, and I've learned so much from it, so, so much. And it's been so beautiful to connect with one of my mastermind sisters and seeing her and her zone of genius. But in that course, she talked a lot about boundaries. And so it just brought forth even more for me that I can't wait to teach you today. And I just want to, again, give a shout out to Dr. Lee Cordell for teaching me this new layer. So if you're even a client of mine, just know what some of the stuff I'm going to teach today is new stuff. And I hope to have Dr. Lee on the show here soon so that we can talk even more about trauma and boundaries and all the things. But today I'm going to kind of channel some of her zone of genius and channel my own and just tell you all the things about boundaries. So get ready. It's going to be a very action oriented episode that's jam packed and maybe one you'll want to listen to time and time again because you're going to learn a lot today. All right. So let's jump into it. All right. Let's just go to the basics first. And let's just talk about what are boundaries even. If you hear clicks going on, it's because I'm clicking between different things on my computer. I'm actually going to the specific training that I have in my course about boundaries. And in it, I talk about, you know, boundaries defined by the dictionary are a line in the sand or just a line that marks a limit of an area. It's a dividing line. So it means that you're taking responsibility for only you. 
Okay. So many of us are taught to take responsibility for other people. It's codependency behavior, if you know that term. And boundaries allow you to see this is me and this is you. Okay. And so you're starting to just really understand what is your responsibility. It's so interesting because I recently have done a boundaries meditation where in the meditation, you are in this energetic bubble and you're starting to see like where the bubble may have holes or how big the bubble is, which is so eye-opening to be able to see, okay, what am I taking on from other people? All right, because again, the idea is that you're only taking responsibility from you for you and you have this beautiful bubble around you. Now, to some, they may think, well, does that mean you're not loving and kind? Does that mean you don't care about other people? Again, this is conditioning from our society to think that just by you setting a boundary and energetically having your own bubble is problematic. And I know I was there for sure when I first learned about boundaries from my coach in 2013, so almost 10 years ago, I thought it was really hard and really uncomfortable. I had never in my entire life even heard of what boundaries were. I mean, maybe in my divorce, which had been about a year prior, I think at that point, maybe I'd heard about like the boundaries book from, I think it was Cloud and Townsend are the authors and they're kind of Christian based because I was doing some Christian based work at that time. But yeah, I didn't understand it at all. Okay. So if you just feel uncomfortable with this, just know you're not alone. A lot of my clients feel this way. And maybe that's all you take in today is just really starting to understand that you are only responsible for you. But if you're ready for more, we definitely have more. So let's keep going. Boundaries are the way for you to cut BS out of your life, right? Again, so many women, so many clients that I have come to me and they are putting up with so much shit, so much shit. And it's like little stuff, like being in conversations longer than they want to be, taking on responsibilities they want to, buying things they don't want to be because they don't want to be mean. You know, we all have experienced the MLM people who are like, oh, you want to try this new product I'm in and you don't want to be rude. And so you're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll buy your $100 skin cream or whatever. Then we're on this reoccurring subscription for this skin cream we don't want, right? So we have got to stop those things because those things are draining us of energy. They're little energy leaks. And it's costing us the ability to live a deeply fulfilling life because it's taking money away from us. As I said, it's taking energy. And when we don't have money and energy, what happens? We don't really get to go do the things we want to do, right? So boundaries are important because they protect our well-being, they keep us strong and safe and they allow us to thrive, right? They are here for our security too, right? We don't want to just, I think about my college days, like we don't want to go home with some random guy and be like, yeah, do whatever you want with me. That's going to lead probably to a lot of trouble. Yeah. So you've got to protect yourself in that. And of course, that may not be as extreme anymore for you. I know back in the day, whew, I think about a trip in New Orleans one time in college. Um, this is going to be a tangent, but yeah, we were just so drunk and wasted in New Orleans. And I remember we met these guys who were staying in a hostel and we went home with them and just like spent the night with them. I didn't even kiss this guy or do anything with him. And I w remember 
wake up the next day, you know, when you start to kind of sober up and thinking like, oh my God, like what the hell am I doing here? Like what in the hell happened? And luckily he was a gentleman and, you know, didn't murder me in the night, but my God, right? Like boundaries. So yeah, they've got to be there to keep us safe and able to thrive. They're also important because anytime we take any kind of boundary hit, so again, we put up with something we don't really want to put up with, that diminishes our highest self, what I call in my coaching programs as your authentic self. And so your authentic self takes this hit. And instead, this part of you that I call your inner mean girl, some people call it the ego, there's many names for it, it comes out and it starts to gain power. And so say, for example, you're really wanting a raise and you know that you are worth 150k a year and you see bob your counterpart over there who's making 150k a year but you're making 130 and you go in for negotiations hopefully you listen to my recent podcast about negotiations you go in there and they negotiate you to like 145 and you walk away from that and you're like okay i'm getting closer But your boundary was 150 because you know that Bob is making 150 with the exact same skills and experience. And so there's this part of you, again, the authentic self that's like, oh, yeah, see, I'll never get what I want because I'm a woman. Who was I to even think that I could go in there and do that? And then that other part of you, the inner mean girl part, that's just like, yeah, see, yeah, la, 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 and like says all the criticism and gets a chip on our shoulder about you and the world. We don't want that, right? We want you to have those boundaries of like, no, I said 150 and I mean 150. And then you set that boundary and, and keep it until you're getting what it is that you want, right? Boundaries are essential. I can't say this enough. They are essential to being who you want to be. As I said, they're one of the biggest keys in life, okay? You cannot skip over setting boundaries. As uncomfortable as it is, it has to happen, my friend, okay? So just really start to breathe that into your body. As we say, regulate to it of, whew, it is time for me to set boundaries. You turned on this episode for a reason today, because there's some part of you that knows it's time for you to set these boundaries, okay? All right, I want to now transition into really talking about the nitty gritty of boundaries. So some of this is gonna come from beautiful Dr. Lee Cordell about boundaries. So again, if you're a client of mine, this is new stuff, but Lee defined this so well, okay? There are different types of boundaries. There are rigid boundaries. There are fluid boundaries. And there are aligned boundaries. Okay, where we want to be is aligned boundaries. Before I get into aligned and where we want to be, let's talk about where we don't want to be. All right. Fluid boundaries are basically, you know, if you think about that energetic bubble I mentioned before from that meditation, right? It's like we have holes in the bubble. Okay, so if we're in a bubble and we're underwater, we'll be protected, right? But if we have holes in our bubble, then water is going to seep into that. Okay, and so this is the same with fluid boundaries is, you know, I'll give myself as an example here. 
is I will go in maybe with a client agreement. So this is like me and a client have come to terms of like, okay, here's what you're going to get in the coaching experience. Here's what you need to do on your part to show up. Here's what I'm going to do to show up for that, right? And then they don't show up for it. And then they continue to maybe like, say I have some boundaries around communication. They tend to not honor those boundaries. Like they're communicating on avenues that I don't want to get communication in. Like, for example, I really love Voxer and I send my clients there, but maybe they are calling me. I had that happen the other week, like a client from forever ago. I don't even know how she had my number because I barely ever give out my number, but she was calling me. It was like, Lindsay, I need you to call me back. I need you to call me back. I want to share something with you. And I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, I don't answer phone calls. <laughs> okay. Right. So that's a really great example. Yeah. So she gives me this call. I made it very clear at least on my end, it's like, I don't know why we would talk on my cell phone in any way, shape or form other than when we're having a call, like a client call. And so what I could do there is I could handle it and flew away and just call her back, even though I don't really want to, even though I know she tends to be somebody that over talks and I would be on the phone for a very long time. And she was also somebody that was kind of draining. And you're like, Lindsay, do you think this about your clients? She wasn't like a client client. She was like a student kind of thing. So that's what made it even more weird of like, how the hell did she find my number? Because otherwise, I would have coached her to a place where she's not doing these kinds of things. But um, yeah, so I could call her back. But I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to call her back. We've never talked on the phone before. That's not something that I do. She can communicate me in other ways. I'm sending her emails all the time. She can communicate me that way. And so I didn't um, allow for her to come into that, right? So that's the boundaries. I'm going to give you another example too, just with my kids, just to hit it home. Like with my daughter, I tell her every night, pick up your room, pick up your room. Why? She always wants to know the why. She's a questioner for sure. I'm like, because I really like to see your room clean because if you don't clean it, the piles become more piles and I don't like that. And I want you to get in the habit of doing that stuff in your own house. You can do your own thing, but I just, I really want you to clean up your room every night because it just gives me stress. Right. And what happens most nights? She doesn't clean up her room. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. And that's me having fluid boundaries. Yeah, I've set the boundary with her. And so I need to continuously set the boundary every single night. Your room's not clean. Your room's not clean. Your room's not clean. Yeah, and we'll talk about consequences here in a minute. But I hope you start to see, okay, some examples here of what fluid boundaries look like. So it's basically like you're saying, here's what I want, and then somebody not honoring it. So that's why, again, it's really hard if you haven't set what your boundaries are. People don't know. And so they're just going to do whatever, right? And so that's why it's so much easier if you set your boundaries up front. Like I talked about with the roles that I have in my business, set it up front, set that container of like, here's what the role is. Here's what you can do. And here's what you can't do. I'm being very, very clear. A client recently reminded me of a quote from Brene Brown that says, clear is kind. And I was like, oh yes, that's so true. The clearer we can be with people, the kinder. I know that tends to, you know, be labeled as like 
bitchy. Like who does she think she is? And that's not nice and things of that sort. But I just love that reframe on it. Clear is kind. It does lead into sometimes uncomfortable conversations at the beginning of a relationship. But then it allows for two people to sit there and say, okay, based on this, do I want to enter this relationship? And I know too, it's not easy to do that every single time and every single relationship that we have. I mean, think about dating and stuff. We've had to learn along the way what boundaries we want to set with things, right? I've even had to set new boundaries with my husband many times and him with me. And it's uncomfortable, It's really uncomfortable when you're used to doing something to a certain person or they're doing it to you and you're like, hey, I'm not doing that anymore. Because typically, too, when we go and set them, there's a little bit of emotion involved, right? If not a lot. And so there can be some heat with that. Okay. So just realize I'm here with you. I am setting these boundaries. It's hard stuff, but we still don't want to have those fluid boundaries because in essence, what we're saying with those fluid boundaries is, you know, we don't really have a fence in our yard or, you know, we don't have this bubble that's protecting us. And so you can come on over anytime you want and you can hang out all over in my bubble or you can hang out all over in my yard and you can do whatever you want over here. Okay. Or maybe I'll kind of just bitch and moan from the porch if I'm doing the yard example. Or if you come in my bubble, I may be like, oh, I hate how you're doing that, which is what a lot of people do. They'll bitch and moan about it, right? But then they won't do anything. They'll just, or they'll hold it in. Ooh, and they get resentful. Can you relate to that? That happens a lot too. Okay, so what we want to do is be like, hey, remember the fence, remember the bubble, step back out. And you don't have to do it in a mean way at first, just like, hey, step back out. This looks like with my four-year-old of, hey, how would you say that? Like he'll say, I need milk. And I'll say, Denver, his name's Denver, Denver, how do you ask mommy for milk? Mommy, may I please have milk? Yes, okay, thank you. Mommy will go get you some milk now, right? That's me reframing it. All right. So again, we want to have that bubble. We want to have that fence, whatever analogy works for you. And you're saying, this is mine and this is yours. Because what a lot of people do too, is they'll say, oh, not only do I not have my fence or bubble, and I see that you don't have a fence or bubble, or maybe you have holes in yours, and I feel just as responsible for you and what you're doing over there as I do mine, or even maybe more responsible for your stuff than my own stuff. And again, I am raising my hand here in this. This has been such a problem for me, and this is actually something I've been coached on recently in my mastermind of how much I care about my clients' results and having to pull out of that because I have taken on too much responsibility for them. And in that, I started to get a little resentful, to be honest, of, you know, just being like, well, look at them, they get to go enjoy their life, but I'm stuck here, like holding all of this for all of these people. And I, and I really had to like sit and be like, no, 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 no. Like it's on them, Lindsay, back it up. Because the truth was they weren't like trying to overly give it to me. I just have responsibility as a really high strength of mine. And as I've talked about in other episodes of the show, that many times our strengths are in overdrive and they can then become weaknesses. And so I really have had to check myself of like, I'm being overly responsible here. Step it back, woman. 
And so you'll see me if you follow me on social media or maybe even other podcasts I've mentioned this is that I'm having a lot more fun in my life lately because I've stepped back out. I'm not overly taking responsibility for things. And that was actually one of the reasons why I had somebody in my business, the role change, because I was overly giving into what it is that they wanted and not honoring myself in that. And again, something I've been coached on is coming at something, and I want to give you this coaching too, coming at something with what is it that I want here? And my wants and needs are first. Because again, we are so conditioned, especially as women, what is it that everybody else needs? And I will fit the mold for that. I will make it happen. And it's such deep conditioning, right? Because I've dealt with this over and over again. And then it seems like every so often I have a new layer of this. And so I, again, every time I'm making a decision, Lindsay, what is it that you want? What is it that you need here? and make decisions from that place. Now, there are times when I still put somebody else's needs and wants before mine, right? It doesn't mean that I'm always doing that first, but at least I'm considering myself in the process. And then I am making a logical choice of, okay, knowing it is that I want to sit on the couch right now, and that's what I'm needing most, but my son really wants me to go play, I'm still probably going to choose to go play with him at times, but I'm making that conscious choice of I'm wanting to choose him before me. And that's okay, right? Okay, so let's just take a breather for a second. We talked a lot about fluid boundaries in that because that one's big, okay? And that, again, is what I see most with clients. On the flip of it, though, is rigid boundaries. And what I tend to see are clients coming to me their boundaries are too loose or fluid. And then they learn about boundaries with me. And then they go to this other side of being really rigid of like, well, you know, here's this boundaries assessment Lindsay gave me. And now I know, and I'm going to be really rigid with it. And that's okay. I mean, we're all learning. We're all growing. We all make mistakes, right? And sometimes you'll be in fluid. Sometimes you'll be in rigid. Sometimes you'll be in line as you grow. But rigid's tough because it really doesn't, I don't know another way to say this other than it doesn't make you friends and it doesn't really help you get what you want either. I mean, you'll probably get what you want, but you're going to burn some bridges in the process and um, you're not probably going to feel good and the people around you aren't going to feel good. And so just be mindful of that. Okay. Again, this is going to be a learning process of you probably learning when you take things too far and you're too rigid, right? And so you'll just have to figure out the slow for you. Okay. See how fast I was with rigid boundaries. <laughs> this is pretty easy. I do have a couple clients sometimes, especially if they're Enneagram ones. This is hard for ones. Uh, my husband is the one, you know, they'll be like, here's the systems, here's the order, here's what are yeses and good, and here's what are no's, and these things are bad, and they can be in a lot of black and white thinking, like my husband's very particular. There are no shoes in the house beyond the entry, and that is a very rigid boundary, and at first, it was very hard to follow that. You would think, right, like, Lindsay, just take your shoes off, but I mean, when you get, when you're in the habit of it, like I didn't wear shoes all over my house, but I like to be able to come in with groceries and put things in the kitchen without having to take shoes on and off. And 
other things. So it was really hard. And I've had to really work with him on his rigid boundaries of like, loosen up, dude. Like sometimes things can be a little bit more fluid, right? And you're like, Lindsay, fluid boundaries. You just said they're bad. Again, it's an ebb and flow process until you can get to a place where we all want to be, which is aligned boundaries. All right. So aligned boundaries are the things that you really want. All right. They are the things that you're like, if my life had these things in it, that would be my ideal. Honestly, a question I asked clients probably multiple times a week, they come to me and they say, this relationship is driving me crazy or this thing at work is bothering me or this thing in my personal life, whatever it is. So many times I'll ask this question of, well, what would be your ideal here? And then they tell me and I say, okay, let's start working toward that. Okay. So dream up your ideal life or your ideal career, or how your marriage will look, or how you deal with so-and-so that drives you crazy. Think about your ideal, right? And make decisions from there. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Don't go into, well, that's all I can get, or that would be super duper uncomfortable if I do X, Y, Z. It might be, but you can lean into those things too. Don't settle. You do not need to settle, my friend. And you may have a lot of excuses in your brain. Well, if I do that, then I'll get fired or my marriage will end. And sometimes in the process of setting boundaries, when we're learning how to do it in an aligned way, relationships end. And it's hard and it hurts and it's sad and there may be other feelings involved in that. But it's actually for a really good thing. If we go back and we look at the person that was in my business, again, my fault for not setting very clear boundaries from the beginning. I've said that many times now, right? And as I started to set those boundaries and set that container, it became clear that she didn't want it. And so we parted ways. And it was very sad for me can't speak for her, but I know she had feelings about it too. And it's, it's hard. I mean, it's felt like mourning the end of a relationship for sure. Almost like a dating relationship because this relationship was multi-layered. And at the same time, I'm like, I know I'm in extreme beautiful alignment with my boundaries. And I believe she is too. And that is, is a great thing. Okay. And so you may not be at a place yet where you're like, Oh, I don't want to end my job. I need to strategically do some other things. And, and I say, yeah, maybe again, you need coaching with us. This is a big thing I do with clients. And a lot of times too, they'll come to me like, Oh, I know I need a new job. This job is horrible and toxic and they won't do X, Y, and Z, or even it's just like I've outgrown it. And you'll be surprised. There are many times relationships can be saved more than you think they can. People will rise up to the occasion. So I don't want you to think every time you're setting boundaries, relationships are going to end. It just depends. You know, even in my marriage, last year in 2021, I was setting so many boundaries with him of like, here's what I want. Here's what I don't want. And again, it came from this place of deep knowing inside of me of like, this is what I want in my marriage. And there were times when he was like, no, Lindsay, I don't want to do this. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we're done. 
And then there were times when he was like, yeah, this is exactly what I want to do. And that's been the place he's been in since January. I'm now recording this in May. And we've been in a really great place, a really, really great place. I'll talk more about it in an upcoming episode where I just update you on all my life things. But yeah, it didn't look like it was going to come together as it has. But I just kept holding those boundaries until he was like, oh, wow, she's really serious. And he did his own inner work to really work on, okay, is this what I want to give her? And that was what I wanted from him, too. I didn't want him to just people please and just, you know, have, again, those like fluid boundaries and be like, okay, which he can have a tendency to do sometimes. Um, I wanted him to really know, like, this is what I want, too. Okay, so aligned boundaries is where we want to be. I have an assessment that I give my clients and on it, it's just a one page assessment. It has 20 different things on it for you to go in and see where your boundaries are at. Ideally, you're checking all 20 boxes on that list because they're pretty basic things. Like I don't allow anyone to hit me. I don't allow anyone to raise his or her voice at me. I don't allow anyone to yell at me and it goes on and so forth. But my hope is that this one page assessment here allows you to see oh my gosh, here are some immediate needs that I have of boundaries to set. Because again, these are pretty standard things that I believe everybody needs to be setting. Now for you, you may go in and be like, like there's one, I don't take on other people's problems as my own. You may be like, no, Lindsay says that I need to do it, but I'm just not going to do it. That's totally you. You get to do you, right? But I really hope you just at least open your eyes to this because, oh my goodness, when you set these 20 boundaries, oh, life feels so much better. It feels so much better. You know, we can look at all the airy-fairy fun stuff to make your life better, which I love to do. But until you clean up some of the bullshit, it's just not going to be better because you're going to be dealing with too much bullshit. This is the stuff that's weighing you down, right? I always say it's like a seesaw effect of the more we can lessen the load of the quote-unquote negative, the more the positive is going to rise. And so you can do the positive work and keep rising that up, but if you still got negative on the other side, how high are you going to be able to go, right? So go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash boundaries to get this one-page assessment. I'll put the link in the show notes too. And then if you follow me on our text service, you can just text the word boundary or boundaries to the number we text on and um, we will get that assessment over to you because I know many people listen on their phone and that may be an easier way. If you hear me clicking, it's because I'm pulling up how you can join that community if you're not on it. So in this text service, we send out a daily text Monday through Friday, just words of inspiration and of learning and just, you know, help you live a more fulfilling life. Like the text I sent out another the other day was successful people are just unsuccessful people who learned how to become resilient was one of them. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's time to own your fucking power woman claim it. I said another text society tends to label success as money, job growth, marriage, babies, physical beauty and stuff. This causes many driven women to work to the bone for those things only to find they don't feel any better when they accomplish those goals. Take the time to think deeply about what success means to you and then create a life around that. 
So those are just a few of the texts we've been doing this service since February. So we're getting in a really fun groove with it. I love creating these texts for you. And my admin, Rachel, pulls them for me too. She's been such an amazing help with this. And I encourage you to get on it. It's great to get these messages every Monday through Friday. To get them, just text the word TIPS to 817-242-5224. Again, 817-242-5224. We'll also put a link in the show notes if you want to go that route. All right, that's all I have for you today with boundaries. Remember, aligned boundaries is where we want to be. Aligned boundaries. Clear is kind, as Brene Brown says. And shout out to my client who reminded me of that beautiful, beautiful quote. Oh, that's all I have for you. I hope you have some beautiful takeaways. I know I sure did as I've learned even more about boundaries. And one last shout out to Dr. Lee Cordell, her course, The Trauma-Informed Entrepreneur, where you will learn even more about boundaries in it and so many other things. And it's only $97 for you to go take it. I encourage anyone to take it, even if you're not an entrepreneur. She'll have some other courses coming out too. Um, I know she's doing like a trauma-informed marriage, I think, trauma-informed coach. So be on the lookout for that. All right. I love you so very much, my friend. Even if we've never met in this lifetime, I hope I'll get to meet you soon on a free consult call where I can learn all about you in this free one-on-one 60-minute call. I will just ask you a lot of questions about where your life is now, where your life is want to be to see where I can fill the gap or if I can fill the gap. And I will also share with you what I think your biggest blocks are to getting there. And then we'll decide once and for all for a good fit to work together. So just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash apply to apply for that free consult. Link in show notes, of course. And I will see you on the next episode, my friend. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero and you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book this book is a study guide for life enjoy and of course share this show with your friends i believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside the more you help others succeed the more you help yourself so share share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.